You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change Hi, the world. This is your Superpower Kid, Neverly Rekla. And today, I'm super excited for what we're talking about. We are talking about product ideas for kids' business. So, have you ever had an idea of a product and you thought, wow, this is such an amazing idea, it's going to be an amazing invention, but then thought to yourself, well, is, is this going to sell? Am I going to make money from it? Will it even work? Well, I don't personally know how this works, but our guest today does, and her name is Carrie Jeske, and she is a direct licensee in the As Seen on TV category, and what that means is kind of she gets to use the As Seen on TV in her brand, in her business, and all of that. So I'm super excited to talk to her today about product ideas for kids' business. So without further ado, will you please help me welcome our guest, Carrie Jeske. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Nayla. Great to see you. Great to see you. Thank you for coming on. I am so excited to be here because kids are the greatest inventors and I can help them without them having to spend a lot of money, without them having to do a lot of the normal steps that people kind of waste time and money on, like getting a patent and some things that are important but not necessary for as seen on TV products. So, you know, I'd love to talk to your, your group about how they can license their product and make money just by sharing the idea with me, and then my company will fund everything. That's awesome. So I have a question for you. What are your superpowers? Oh, my gosh. My superpower is being able to look at a product idea and tell you if it's already been on the market, already been tried, or if some company has already tested it and it's failed, then you don't want to waste your time and money on it. And that's a superpower because I'm spending literally all day looking at new product ideas and seeing what companies are testing and seeing whether those products succeed or fail. So I'm really sharp right now. And I think that's a very unusual superpower to have. Yeah. I think that's also a really good superpower to have because you get to tell people, like, do you want to spend your time and money on this or not? Yes. So I think that's really cool. It's kind of hard sometimes because sometimes people love their ideas, you know, which they should. And I feel like sometimes maybe I have to rain on their parade. But I would much rather tell somebody, you know, don't spend time and money on that because it's already been tried and it's failed. Spend your time and money on something different that hasn't been. And I see something different. It stands out, you know, like a lightning rod to me. So when, when people are showing me their products, if it's unique, I immediately know that, and I'm like, wow, that could be the winner. I'll, I'll know right away. Yeah, that's awesome. So can you explain more um, to our listeners and me about what does As Seen on TV mean? Yeah, As Seen on TV is a section of shelves at Walmart. Um, it's also in CVS or Walgreens, and you'll find it in Targets and other places. But if you go into a Walmart, there's sections like, hardware, sporting goods, grocery, office supply, beauty supply. There's a section of shelves usually near the front of the store called As Seen on TV. And these are products that we've done a TV commercial for and put them in this section of shelves. Here's a little kind of a picture of it that you might see. 
in the Walmart. I don't know if you can see that. I have this book that explains it all. Anyway, that's cool. It's a section of shelves, and so if you if your uh, kids will go to Walmart, find the as seen on TV section of shelves, they'll see the kinds of products that we're looking for. Um, you might remember that loom bracelet. Do you remember that about two three years ago? It was a a little machine that made the loom bracelet. It oh, was yeah. all that's one of our products. So that's, that's cool. a TV product. Anything yeah. that solves a problem. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, so what was your inspiration to start working with As Seen on TV and start helping people out in those industries? Yeah. Mostly my inspiration was that it's a speed to market strategy. So we, we go to market very fast. If, you're, if one of your kids shows me an idea and we put it through our tests and those tests succeed, we can have the product on the Walmart store shelves in six to 12 months. That's lightning fast. And they didn't have to buy a patent on it. They didn't have to spend a lot of money on product development. So what drew me to it was uh, people, everyday people could play in the game of inventing without risking a lot of money. And I, I have been inventing for 15 years and I've seen many people or talked to many people. They've spent their kids' college education on their idea. They've spent their 401ks on their idea. They've invested a lot of money. They've borrowed money on their idea. And that's a very big risk for people to take. If I can help people not risk that kind of money and find out early if it's going to be successful, and then if it is successful, we'll pay for all the big expenses, get it to market quick, and the inventor ends up making more money too because these are home-run product ideas. They're sold right at the front of the store where – a lot of product inventory turns. So a kid inventor could make a minimum $330,000, could be like 1.1. And the average product, if you look at the average product on that store shelf, the average inventor is making about $4.2 million. Wow. So it's gigantic, the money that can be made. And the cost of getting in wasn't that much. And that's what really drew me to it. I felt like I could help more people. Yeah, that's really cool, I think. Because um, it actually reminds me I have a dream to make a million dollars. Even though I know this animal is not a million dollars, I want to get a pet pig. Ah! My parents and I made an agreement that if I make a million dollars, I can get a pet pig. Absolutely. And I want to name it Hamlet Chicharrones Recla. That's wonderful. I'm on your pet pig bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So I think that the as seen on TV products is like, it's such a cool like industry. I watch YouTube videos on it. And so like, have you met somebody and like, did they help you with your inspiration? Um, I've met so many people along the way that have helped me with my inspiration. My husband and I started, you know, 20 years ago with inventing our own products. And I'd been president of a technology company, so I thought it was going to be easy. I thought I was real smart and I knew how to do it. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And so I feel like I've made every mistake you could possibly make over 20 years. And I've met a lot of people that have helped me. And I've met some people that took my money and didn't offer me anything. So, you know, it's up and down. But, uh, lot of people that have helped me and that does inspire me to help other people. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I I love the idea of helping people and um like also learning um to teach other people to help people in need, but also like learning myself like the like the roller coaster that is business and life. Like oh, you gosh, have yeah. some ups, but with ups there's always the downs, you know, so Right. The downs so fun. Learn. That, you know, everybody loves to be up, and I love the time of up. But yeah. the downs, if you can pick yourself up and get moved forward and on a, after a failure, those things you keep in your heart. When you fail and it hurts, you don't make that mistake again. You touch the hot stove, you don't touch the hot stove again. So it's really a great learning experience. If people can just sort of reboot and not take it so personal and not be yeah. like, oh, my life's over because I failed. No way. Your life just exactly. became failed. Exactly. So we can talk more about this, but we actually have to take a quick break. But can you remind people where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah. Um, inventiveideas.com or willitlaunch.com. And my email is Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, at willitlaunch.com. Awesome. We'll definitely go check that out because she is awesome. So we've been talking with Carrie Jeske about Product ideas for kids, kids' business. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Carrie Jeske about product ideas for kids' business. So we actually have to do funny FaceTime. Okay. <laughs> so... We're going to make our funniest faces in three, two, one. <laughs> That's uh -huh. a good funny face. <laughs> I have one that I do a lot, which is this one. Ah. But it always seems to hurt my jaw, so I have... Learn to not do that anymore. My eight-year-old <laughs> nephew tells me to make my man face, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I have a question for you. What were you like as a kid? I was a salesperson as a kid. In sixth grade, I was selling cinnamon toothpicks that I invented myself or let, that I made. I went and bought the cinnamon and the toothpicks, and I was selling them in school. Always oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that kind of reminds me of myself. I'm quite the negotiator and the, the salesperson. I, I don't always succeed, but I don't always fail, so. Try, try again. Yep. <laughs> no, begin again one level higher. Yep, exactly. So what did you like to like play with and do as a kid besides sell people? Yeah, I was kind of a I think that's awesome. I 
always active. It seemed like the girls were just sitting around talking all the time when I was little. So I liked to hang out with the boys a lot. I played baseball and I played, you know, killed the man with the ball football. And I was very active. I was always, you know, crawdad fishing or just running through the woods, trying to build clubhouses, you know, just, I have a lot of energy. Even today I have a lot of energy. And so I just, I need to do things to today. I play pickleball and I've always done sports and that helps, uh, you know, dispel a lot of the energy, kind of work it out. That's awesome. I've never heard of the game pickleball. It's new. It's the fastest growing sport in America. And you know, it's amazing. There's people playing in their 80s and 90s. And there's also in their 20s people playing. And there's kids playing now. I bet it'll probably be in uh, in the schools. I would say oh. within the next five years, you're going to find kids playing pickleball in fifth grade P. How do you play it? It's uh, on a badminton court, but it's like tennis. Only you play with a wiffle ball and a, a paddle. And so it's a, it's just, it's a great fun game and it's, it's all the rage, especially out in Florida where people are retired. But where I live in Kansas city, we've got a real cool restaurant and a, like a whole yard game and kids area and like eight pickleball courts. That's awesome. I yeah. like that. And if, yeah. One of my favorite games to play is when we go to trampoline parks and there's dodgeball. Oh yeah. I love dodgeball. Yeah, so do I. Do you like dodging or do you like hitting? I'm more of a dodger because if you don't make eye contact with people, actually, no, that's a bad idea. If you don't make eye contact with people, they are going to hit you. Yeah. (laughs) But if you give them, like, if you stare at them and you, like, show them that you're not a, that you're kind of a threat. You're ready. Yep. And there's actually a time where I was playing – and somebody whacked me in the back with a dodgeball. <laughs> and I realized I was out. And I was walking out to go and be out of the game. And somebody else, or the same person I couldn't see, whacked me in the leg. Oh, no. As soon as I was walking out. I'm like, I get it. I'm out. Yeah. You know, I think that, that skill of looking people in the eye and being alert, that's a business yeah. skill to look people in the eye. But also as a kid, it's a safety skill because when I'm out in the world, I'm always aware of my surroundings. I'm yeah. always looking around, looking at people in the eye. You know, if you're going to yeah. come at me, you're going to go down, you're, you know, I'm going to go down fighting. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I like doing sports like that. It's, it's fun for me and especially since you're doing it on a trampoline. So not only are you dodging and hitting people, but you're also like, you can do tricks and stuff wow. to get away from the ball. Like you can like straddle jump and miss the ball will miss you. That sounds so, like a fun. Yeah. There's also um, ping pong. I love to play. It's, it's fun when seeing how high you can get the ball. Yeah. I love like just playing and seeing how high I can get it. And then seeing if I can hit it again before it goes to the next person. I, I love doing ah, that. Cool. That seems like yeah. a good step. Exactly. Um, so when you were a kid, did you, so you like being outside. Did you like playing with animals? Yeah, um, we had uh, hunting dogs. My dad was a hunter when I grew up, so we had a couple of hunting dogs. 
he said we couldn't make them pets because they had a job to do, but we loved them. And then um, I had a boyfriend that brought me a cat one time and he, he was going to, I didn't want the cat and he was going to, he was going to put it in his trunk and take it home. And I couldn't stand the idea of that. So I said, no, I'll keep the cat. And I ended up marrying that guy. I'm still married to him after 32 years. So awesome. I love that cat. Uh, that's awesome. And I, actually, brought- <laughs> um, I actually, when I was younger, for about two, one and a half, two years of my life, we were on a ranch. And we had chickens, bunnies. Um, we had a couple. We have two. We had two big dogs. And one of them would actually wrap himself around my stroller, <laughs> which was so darn cute. And then um, their names were Duke and Daisy. And then we had, like, three smaller dogs. And their names were Maisie, Moxie, Moxie and Mochi. That's a lot of pets. Yeah. We have one of our As Seen on TV products is called My Fun Fish. And it's a way to have a fish. You know, you can't hardly clean the fish tank out very good. It's yeah. a lot of it's like a little spout that you pour in new water and then the old yucky water comes out the spout and uh, so you don't That's really awesome. rub it or anything. You just keep That's adding awesome. water. Yeah, so pet products cool. are really good. If any kids that have pet product ideas, especially for dogs, that's very popular now. People yeah. are taking their dogs everywhere. <laughs> Back when I yeah. was growing up, nobody would take a dog into a restaurant and now everybody takes dogs to restaurants. Pretty much. Yeah, I love doing crafts and stuff for my dog. And most of the time they end up with my dolls because she doesn't use them. Oh. But I I tend to like to dress her up sometimes using Cabbage Patch doll clothes or any doll clothes that fit her because she's a tuition outer, so she's super small. Yeah. And she doesn't always appreciate it. But no. I bet I she looks horrible. <laughs> Yeah, she does. And then I made her a like cooling scarf once, and it was like a wet scarf that I froze and then put it on her neck, and it worked. That's a product now. You realize the cooling scarf is a product now. It's I have one. My cooling scarves for dogs. <laughs> I yeah, have one for myself. You're an inventor. You had a product, and you know you had it first. <laughs> Pretty much. What I think of that. <laughs> so we actually have to do something super fun, which I like to call super Neva questions. And so what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and basically you'll answer them as fast as you can, and I'll ask them as fast as I can. Okay. Are you ready? Answers. I'm ready. Three, two, one. What's your favorite color? Blue. Same. What's your favorite animal? Lion. Ooh. What's your, if you could be any inanimate object, what would it be? Any inanimate object? Does a tree count? Is it an um, inanimate object? I don't know with trees because they're kind of alive. Yeah, let's go with um, a picture. Picture. I like pictures. Um. Would you rather have a pet dragon or a pet unicorn? Unicorn. I'm no, probably I think a dragon. I think I might yep. have to go dragon. I'm dragon. I'm a dragon person. Just dragon right behind yeah, me. I think dragon um, is cool. 
unicorns are fun and friendly, yeah. but I'd rather hop on a dragon and fly. Yeah. It'd be, or it would be fun to have both and then raise them yeah. from a very young age, like whenever they like hatch or, 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 or in this existence. And then I don't know how dragons and unicorns come. They're like magical creatures. They could just poof. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. you could raise them from a very young age and then the unicorn and the dragon would become best friends and then you could just travel all over the world. Oh. Do you think the dragon and unicorn are mythical creatures or were they real creatures that became extinct? I think they're mythical. I still think there's dragons and unicorns out there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my dog is kind of a dragon and unicorn herself, so. In spirit. In spirit, yeah. She can't quite breathe fire or have a horn, so she's almost there. Dragons might be real animals that went extinct because there's some early archaeological evidence where people did cave drawings and they drew pictures of a creature that looks a lot like a dragon. Huh. That's awesome. I don't know, though. Um, would you rather live in a hot tub full of fudge, hot fudge, that works, but you have to live there for the rest of your life, or a pool, you still have to live here for the rest of your life, filled with giant marshmallows around this big, but it's like a 14-foot pool. I think I got to go with the bigger pool. I like more yeah. air to roam in. Yeah, and it's not, and it's only filled with marshmallows. It's not like water, so you don't have to oh. worry about holding your breath. Yeah, still, I have, if I'm going to be there for the rest of my life, the larger the space, the better. Exactly, because you can always move the marshmallows around, yeah. toss them out. And right. make make stuff out of them. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I think that would be a lot more comfortable because, like, you'll feel like you're floating on clouds. And Unless then you eat the fudge and then reduce the space and then you sure. have the fudge. But but I, I still think the pool with the marshmallows is better go. Because then you, like, you can basically build a house there. And it's not wow. like a small crammed in space. And it would be a nice pillow, you know? Sleeping on a marshmallow would not be bad. Oh, wouldn't it? And then you could, like, make it very thin and make a nice blanket out of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's many win-wins. Um, would you rather be a fairy, a gnome, or an elf? Elf. Really? I would like, I would like to be either, actually, because, like, I think when gnome's pretty awesome fairy's pretty awesome and so is an elf they're all like magical, yeah, magical I like creatures the fairy flies i like the idea of being small and being able to fly around that i almost chose elf i don't think i'd be a gnome because they just stand around i think i chose elf because i think elves work harder and i'm i'm like a i like to work i like to get things done and elves seem like they're always busy working on something yeah I mean, it would be kind of nice to be a gnome, though, because, like, they are, they're still magical creatures, and they help, like, kind of guard the land, so. That's true. That's true. That's a gnome There's ups thing. and downs of, with a fairy, you have a downside, because people aren't really going to understand or see you. Right. With a I gnome and an elf, it would be easier. But yeah. then, like, you still wouldn't be able to really be understood, because I think you speak a different language. Yeah, but you could 
spy on people. I always think of Elvis kind of spying on people and then reporting yeah. back, Santa, are you good or bad? I like that idea. Yeah, so do I. But I don't really like being the tattletale, but I like being the investigator. Yeah. I, I want to be, yeah, I like being a spy sometimes and just like sneaking around areas and peeking, like sneaking around and like sometimes even if I know my parents are watching me and I look like a freaking dork doing it, but uh, like I try to like army crawl to the cupboard uh, to get a snack sometimes. Yeah. And just like yeah. pretend that I'm, I have to like sneak. Yeah. And I also like we have tiles on our ground on our floor, and so I like like skipping over one and going to like the next one instead. Instead, of, like walking regularly and like trying not to step on like the little tiny crevices between them. I have yeah. a lot of fun. Me and my two sons play sneak around the house games all the time. Where we That's awesome. around, then you somebody just like suddenly appears like you didn't you thought you were alone you didn't know and then there they are and it's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. My sister actually does something and my half sister she actually like whenever I'm like doing my makeup or something in the bathroom and I leave the door open and she like does something where she like peeks around where you just see like her eyes and her head. Uh, yeah. And she just goes. Yeah. <laughs> and waits for you to see her. Because <laughs> like, I don't always see her. No. It, it's interesting because I'm like, what? Like, yeah. You and I try to do it to her. Because somebody could be watching. <laughs> yep. And it's like, I try to do it to her and she doesn't get scared around it. Um, I'm like, yeah. she's the person that you that can easily scare me, but she's not easily scared. Mm, that's superpower. Yep. Fearless. Fearless, pretty much. And also, it's probably because she's like nine years older than me. So. Wow. Got a little so, advantage. Yep. So I just realized we sadly have to wrap up. Oh. But will you once again tell people where they can go to find out more about you? Um, willitlaunch.com, W-I-L-L-I-T-L-A-U-N-C-H.com, or inventiveideas.com. Carrie Jeske, I've got a ton of YouTube videos. Check me out there, too, and subscribe. Awesome. Again, definitely go check her out because she's just so amazing and inspirational. So, Carrie, would you like to join me in the sign-off? I would love to. Okay. Remember, kids. Oh, so... You say, and we can change the world. Yes, we can. Okay. Ready. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we, we can, change can change the world. The world. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks, Neva. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. It's my